1: He watched the smooth dust and sharp rocks fall through his fingers like a rainstorm on the horizon. He looked at the wall of red-stemmed gum trees, standing like silent guards. Their sad swaying in the hot breeze made Gupong feel understood. A green tree frog leapt onto young Gupun's toe and snapped him out of his reverie. Oi, Goupon laughed. Why are you scaring me like this? You trying to get me in trouble? The green tree frog croaked in response and cocked its leaf green head. All right, all right, I should be learning my numbers. Gupong picked up a stick and drew two circles on top of each other. The rocks of the river, they've been there forever, you know. He flicked a look at the frog and the frog understood. They've been watching and waiting and moving with time. The frog watched carefully. But it also looks like an eight, Gupong stated. Eight plus two equals ten. Robert, Guipong's teacher screeched. Get here, Miss Adams pointed to a spot of dirt beneath her feet. Gopong scampered to that spot and stood in front of the woman, making his body as tall as one of the red-stemmed gum trees. Today was not a day to mess with the teacher. When she first arrived at the class, her face was blotchy red from crying. Guipong had seen her talking to the boss man before their morning lessons, he couldn't distinguish the words from their muffled dialogue, but he saw Bossman towering and her cowering. Even as she had taught them numbers in the lesson, her voice occasionally wobbled with obvious stress and emotion. Unfortunately, this was not an irregular occurrence for Miss Adams. She seemed quite discontent with her life on the mission, which made Guipong wonder why she was in this awful place at all.
0: Mariah Sweetman is a descendant of the Gurupul people and a teacher specialising in Indigenous education. Mariah is passionate about First Nations histories and engaging young people with stories. Today I'm talking to Mariah about her first novel, Robert Runs. Mariah, welcome to the Good Reading Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honour.
0: Robert Runs was the winner of the 2022 Daisy Utamara Award. What does that award mean for First Nations authors and for you personally?
1: It was such a thrill and such a deep honour to be chosen for that award um, for that year. I had seen previous winners of the awards, I'd read their books, and I just thought it was an incredible opportunity to showcase First Nations writing. And definitely it's true of previous winners, like important writing as well that had a really great message for young First Nations people um, to read um, and aspire to, I guess. So for me, it just meant that I got to share my little slice of history. It it gave me the opportunity to share a little bit of my perspective and be able to add to the important writing that's already out there.
0: And you're a descendant of the Garapul people. Tell me about your own heritage and the Gutterpool people. Where is country for Gutterpool people?
1: My Gutterpool heritage is really important to me. It makes me who I am. Their land would be the Ipswich, um, Brisbane, kind of towards Toowoomba region.
0: Robert Runs is set in and around Deebing Creek, and that's the site of a massacre in 1896 where Indigenous schoolchildren were shot while living on an old mission there. What has your research revealed about life on that mission and how the Gutterpool people came to be there?
1: So in my research, I was looking at the Queensland-wide policies. A lot of First Nations peoples found themselves on missions and reserves. Unfortunately, it was commonplace. So my research led me to really understand what life would have been like for young people to be removed from their families, to be um, forced to seek shelter and safety because there's a lack of food supplies, there's lack of resources and there's no other options. And of course, later on, Australia um, decided that that was just government policy that Indigenous people had to go on those missions and reserves. Because Robert Runs is such a personal story to me as I'm using a fictional retelling of Robert Anderson's life, I was looking at these government policies through the lens of something that is so close to my heart and imagining, well, what would it have practically looked like for a young child to find themselves separated from their brothers and sisters, from their parents, not knowing who is a relative, um, not knowing what happens to their relatives. And that was a driving force for um, writing my novels. So it was taking those first-hand accounts. There's lots of readily accessible information, first-hand accounts on Trove, the Bringing Them Home report, um, obviously um, novels and Um, non-fiction stories of what people went through Um, government reports as well but also first-hand perspectives from missionaries and their perspectives of First Nations peoples and how they treated them so I use that information to just think about what that would have been like for my great-great-grandfather and the effects on my family for generations to come as well
0: so let's talk about the Robert of Robert Runs, Robert Anderson, or Gupong, he's the central character, based on a real person, famous for defeating the then fastest man in the world, Arthur Postel, the Crimson Flash, as he was known. Tell me about that man, Gupong, and the boy you've imagined in Robert Runs.
1: I grew up hearing stories about my great-great-grandfather and his athletic achievements. Um, the family man that he was, you know, how he went around Australia earning money through his athletic prowess, I guess. Um, But I hadn't heard a lot from his time on the mission and those really difficult times. I do have access to those stories. Um, My wonderful, beautiful elder gave me um, documents um, from his life that I was able to look through. I think that anyone who lived through mission life just had to be a very resilient character to survive that. So that's something I really wanted to demonstrate in the novel.
0: And the character of the green tree frog is a bit of a constant in this book. Why the green tree frog? Where does it fit into the culture of the guttapool people?
1: Gupong actually means the green tree frog. It is Robert Anderson's totem, and it's something that the Goopong people have taken as a totem as well. So it's very special, very significant. Um, My dad's painted me pictures um, with lots of green tree frogs, and it's very culturally significant to the Goopong people.
0: Gupong was a great athlete. What about your own athletic prowess? Have you inherited some of that too?
1: I have inherited the drive and the imagination that I could be if I put in more effort, but I, I have not inherited the skill. But I'm a wannabe runner. I would love to do a marathon sometime in my life and I, I regularly go for jogs, but it's very, very slow. But sometimes the thought of gopong inspires me on a long run.
0: Let's talk about Murtagara, an early 19th century warrior and resistance fighter. And Gupong has a lot of questions about his past, including questions about Murtagara, and so do I for that matter. But Gupong is instructed not to talk about him in the book. Why can't he talk about Murtagara?
1: I think I'm playing with the idea that hope is, it can be very dangerous when you're just trying to survive. And the people on the mission who are, who are getting by, surviving, a means to an end for that is to go along with what the missionaries are teaching them and telling them. So Multigata, he is a figure that represents hope and he represents that um, drive for something better and the dreaming of that connection to the land So the reason that he's instructed not to talk about him is so that he can focus on doing the best that he can to keep on running, to keep on putting his head down and just getting through and surviving and not focusing on that hope that could be ignited if he's dwelling on those warriors, those people that did fight Good is meant to be that figure that if you need to survive, you need to do what you can to survive. And surviving looks like fitting in, surviving looks like just going with the flow, even if it means you have to sacrifice a little bit of your hopes and your dreaming. Good obviously, is a little boy who is striving to be a hero, to be brave. But sometimes that braver thing in his father's mind was to survive the mission.
0: And there are other characters too. Uh, a really interesting character is his friend, Jonathan.
1: Jonathan is a part of my imagination. And he was a character that was meant to bring out the positives in robert anderson and to show his bravery and to show the troubles that he gets into show his cheekiness show his striving in his athletic journey but also a tool just to have those conversations um to show what robert anderson was thinking and what he was feeling
0: they're really a couple of rascals
1: yes they're a couple of rascals and I think the mission life would have been so dark and and so depressing, but to bring about that child's like joy and silliness, I think that is realistic as well, what little boys and little children get up to, but also just so that it's not a completely dark story, but it shows that they are at the end of the day, just little kids getting through and fitting in and doing the best that they can.
0: As you said, Robert Runs is based on a true story and on real people. I wondered what approach you take when combining fact with fiction that honours the legacy of these people and the stories, the heritage and the cultural practices of First Nations people.
1: First of all, I asked for permission um, when I had my manuscript just because I wanted to be honouring. When I am using my imagination, I wanted it to be a piece of writing that was readable for young adults, for 12 to 18-year-olds. So I wanted it to have that balance of light-hearted in areas, digestible for young people, but also stirring that curiosity for the truth. I wanted young people to walk away and feel really hungry for more knowledge about what happens in their own areas yeah I emphasize that it is a work of fiction because I don't want anyone to come away from it thinking that this is exactly what happens in Robert Anderson's childhood but rather this was a story these experiences were close to the truth for a lot of people so find out what land you're on, find out what happened on the lands that you're on, what happened to the Indigenous people, where did they go, how were they treated? And I'd love for people to have that curiosity stirred up to investigate more.
0: I want to disagree with you on one point, though. You said this book was for young people, but I thought this is a book for anybody, that anybody could enjoy. And part of my thinking in there is, is about the structure of this book. It's very interesting structure with alternating stories of white and indigenous history and what they reveal there are stories within stories here too and each time i read a story i get a stronger sense of the complexity of our shared history and also that storytelling is the fabric of indigenous culture
1: yes i definitely wanted it to be accessible to to adults as well as to young adults And I think that struggle between white history and First Nations history, that is one and the same but just has different perspectives and each history emphasises different things. I think that's also true to my own heritage as well. I've got Dutch heritage, I've got Indigenous heritage as well and it's interesting growing up in that way and wanting to honour all of those parts of myself and the struggles of all of my ancestors and how it's come together to make me, me.
0: Mariah Sweetman, this is a fascinating story and a story for everybody. And thank you for joining me on the Good Reading Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I've been talking to Mariah Sweetman about her first novel, Robert Runs. It's published by Magabala Books, and you can find it at goodreadingmagazine.com.au. My name's Greg Dobbs, and thanks for listening. This Good Reading podcast was brought to you by Book People Gift Cards. Share the joy of reading with a Book People Gift Card. To find out more, visit bookpeoplegiftcards.org.au.